Look, guys, we're doing it. We're doing it. Podcasting. Podcasting. What? Now we get to edit it. So much fun. That's going to be a pain. Well, <laughs> you get two 10-minute segments out of that, you'd be good. I was about guys. to say. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that's okay. I think I think the shorter, to begin with, will be fine. Considering the uh, the new age attention span. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Mm-hmm. Used to 15-second clips on TikTok. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which, by Ooh. the way. We should have So, welcome to the Rockin' M podcast. <laughs> Some introductions are in order. <laughs> yeah, that's a daily experience of my life. Like, golly. I was like, oh, God. Like, yeah. Robert just said, thank God to someone off the feed bill. <laughs> <laughs> well, Even though Dixie literally eats like a handful of grain. Yes, like, right? Boom. Both of ours are pretty, I mean, all of ours are pretty, were pretty good. Dixie was good. Yeah. And then the two we got right now, Lady and Blaze. Uh-huh. I mean, Lady probably eats the most. Well, she eats le- less grain, but she eats more hay, so it kind of balances out. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Blaze is just old, but he eats all the grain. Blessing. He ain't got no teeth. He ain't got no teeth. Yeah. Well, he's got That's teeth. why he soaked the feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he won't eat watered-down cubes. Nope. No, no. Because he's, you know, bougie. <laughs> so Horse nutrition. Yeah. More to come. <laughs> you give him a big bucket of, like, regular cubes, and he'll just devour the whole thing with his no teeth and just gum it away. But, you know, <laughs> give him, like, watered-down cubes, and he'll just look at it and be like, meh. No thanks. Yeah. No, no thanks, Mom. No thanks. Oh, horses. Oh. So you already make my brain oatmeal. You think I want that, too? <laughs> I don't blame you. Oatmeal's gross. <laughs> oh, come on. Mm-hmm. This is how you dress it up. Exactly. With the garlic in there. I mean, he's got all the seasonings. He's got all nope, the seasonings. Nope, nope, I'm a grits guy. Mm-hmm. Can't oh, do yeah, oatmeal. Okay. Anyways. I never had grits in my life until I moved out to the south, so. Mm, bless you. Well, they don't have grits in the regular part of the country, okay? Regular part yeah. of the country. Oh, bless your heart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That explains it. That. Who invited the northerner yeah. here? Oh, we had it figured out. They don't now, have folks. sweet tea up there. They don't got Dang old Yankee. That's old Robert, Lord. They don't eat catfish. His... They throw it back. Robert had his first crawfish when he met me. Mm-hmm. Oh my! I got to teach him. How Where are you going to get crawfish in the desert? Who wants to live in the desert? Uh, you don't get the nine thousand percent humidity. There's okay. no mosquitoes. Yeah, but there's other things like crawfish to be eaten. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can visit crawfish <laughs> no, and uh, go back. Uh, I don't know what it's like to not live in a thousand percent humidity. Same. I'm trying right now with our dehumidifier in the house, but <laughs> suck out like 15 gallons of water a day in the house. <laughs> yeah, it does. Being out we here in a swamp. like three times yesterday. Or three times a day. Yeah, three times a day that thing's just full. I believe that. Yeah. But here's the thing. Being here in North Carolina still isn't as bad as being further south. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Being further south, you're getting 100% humidity at 90 to 100 degrees. Mm-hmm. So yeah. right. you're feeling 110 like degree crap. heat index. And you're completely soaked as soon as you walk out the door. Yeah. And like where you're from is like closer to the Gulf. Well, so, like technically, yeah. Like I always tell people I'm from Pensacola, but I'm from an hour north of Pensacola, so I'm more inland. Okay. Well, so that's like us. So we're from Southeast Georgia, and we're probably about we'll just say like an hour and a half, two hours from the coast. Yeah. But 
Yeah, ew. That's all okay. I'm gonna say. Ew. <laughs> well, all I can say is I'm used to like sand. Like when it rains, you know, we get an hour thunderstorm in the afternoon, and it's gone. We have puddles for like mm, thirty minutes, and then it's just, it just filters away. Whereas here, it just sits. Oh, there is gosh. puddles and for days, and I'm like, well, the water needs to go. It needs to filter away or do something with itself, yes. but it, it doesn't. As much as I love our barn the water sucks the alleyway is literally the well the drainage doesn't exist no (laughs) it doesn't drain anywhere it just it just is everywhere i'm just gonna start bringing like floaties out there Mm -hmm. just gotta see me yeah swimming through the swamp and now that we said a lot of bad things about the barn it is one for military members an option because that's not always an option everywhere you go absolutely uh it's also probably the cheapest place you could board anywhere well, okay. Because you put your own labor into it. I was about to say, like, technically the board is cheaper, but that doesn't include, like, your grain, your hay, right. and your own Right, because you have to take care of it. But mm, right. So it's a good right. option. You it's not overly really expensive. You determine how much your time is worth. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's, it's what you make of it, which I'm sure is yeah. a lot of places. I mean, but. that's the thing, though. Even even with self-board facilities in the equation, <clears throat> this is still the cheapest barn you can go to. Yeah. Like, even with it, comparing it to other self-boards. Now, full board, yes, that is going to cost you more, but that's also considering you get hay, you get somebody else taking care of your horse, you get feed, them taking them in and out of the pasture. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is come saddle your horse, groom it, and ride it. Which would be, I mean, Penny wouldn't even trust another person to feed her horse like that anyway, so it don't matter. Because I am a psychopath. The fact that she trusts me to feed her horse, I told her that one day, I said... You know. In fact, she trusts me to feed her. <laughs> I come back in three weeks of training. She's changed the entire diet regime. I show up and there's like 19 different buckets. And she's like, I'm going to simplify. And you show back and there's like 9,000 supplements. Things uh, come up and happen. And, and then you know, when, you know, I ask her to rebase it. And she like sharpies it all. Like one scoop of this, one scoop of half scoop of this, one scoop of this. And then you're all set. You're like, you finally learned the new sequence. And then you go for training, you come back, it's a whole different thing. Well, and too, the last couple of years, things have not been able to be found. That's true. Because of COVID. So, you get a routine going, and then you're, they're like, oh, we no longer have this product. And it's like, well. Well, darn. Wonderful. <laughs> I actually like that product, and now it's no longer available. So. That's true. So, then everything changes, and your husband has to learn, adapt, and overcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marine Corps. Well, the horses get fed. <laughs> so. <laughs> As long as they're getting the main course, we're doing good. Here's here's the thing, though, Robert. You're trusted to feed yourself. That in itself should say something. (laughs) But really, though, the fact that you, like, trust me to take care of your horses, that was the first time I was like, oh. Like, because I do know, I don't think you're a psychopath, but I think you have very high standards for the care of your animals, which I admire greatly. And so when you're like, oh, yeah, you can... You can handle that. I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> I don't mean to come across like that, but like, it's different when you've owned your own horses on your own place. Yeah. And you've had, like, full responsibility for yeah. another human, or another human, another horse's livelihood, you know. Yeah. You just learn what you like and what you don't like, and and then you're like, here is my child. Let me hand it over to you. I was so terrified the first couple of times I ever did anything with him. I'm like, oh my gosh. Don't sneeze. Don't breathe the wrong way. No stepping in holes. Everybody just get, keep it together. Keep it together. But they're pretty easy to deal with. Absolutely. They're not. Your horses are like the easiest. 
<laughs> Sometimes. Okay, all depends on who you're talking to, though. Talking to us, they're super easy to deal with because we don't do everything with them. We feed them, we take them right, out. Right, yeah, y'all are the Talking the cool to her, parents, though, she, whereas I'm not the cool She parent. rides them, she works yeah. with them, she does all that, so she's going to see a little bit more of what we don't see. Vice, we see a little bit more with ours than what she sees. Just true. Just right. true. Back filling part of the intro. So, Penny, who we currently have two horses, Lady and Blaze, mm-hmm. both quarter horses, and she barrel races with them. Mm-hmm. They both ride, even though one is seven, one is, what, 3,000? 3,000. <laughs> 3, he's, he's 25. He's 25, but he's still killing it. He's still running and basically his... four 3D, um, yeah. so not bad for his age. And then y'all have two horses right now. We do. And you do lessons. Oh, do we have to talk about that? Yeah, we Eventually do. Eventually you're going to talk about it, but you know, uh, that's why you got horses, not yeah. just a pasture ornament that you use them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the lesson thing, yes, I do. I do lessons. I have. We have this Let training. me just say... Brittany has a lesson program, is in a master program, two children under the age of seven, and is a full-time wife, a military wife. So this homegirl, she's got her plate full. She's a part-time wife. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, apparently that happens. I don't know. <laughs> well, you, I don't know. Listen, you're going to well, make me cry over gone. here. <laughs> For real, though. We all wear different hats. I, yes, we do. And some of us wear more than one. And, oh, oh, and I forgot to mention she is on the EP board of the barn. Uh, so are you. So well, yeah, but okay, compared here. to your, like, right. whole hand of hats to my, like, three hats. Actually, we have half the board here right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the three of y'all are on. Till October, at least. <laughs> I just show up and drink the beer and watch the show. <laughs> he's, he is... He's the first I just husband. come around <laughs> for the shit show. <laughs> I, I show up for the shit and watch the show. It's all uh, oh, Penny, you humble me. No, I do. I definitely wear a lot of hats, but, you know, I try really hard. Some days, you know, something gets dropped. There's no way to hold it all up. So there's always something that's going to be dropped, but I do try. And I do love my lesson program. It does. It is a lot sometimes. Master's program is also a lot. But, like, the end goal for that... Is to combine them. Is to combine them, essentially. Um, Yeah, so one day in the future, I would love to do equine-assisted psychotherapy and counseling. Specifically, I would love to focus on military veterans, um, their families. That's kind of the population I want to work with. Just because there's been so much success from this type of therapy. And there's so many different ways. There's, like, PATH. There's a gala. There's all kind of different, like, certifications you can get. And I don't know where that's going to go, but first step is getting the master's degree and getting licensed. But that's all kind of with everything else. Oh, okay. I just wanted to, I didn't know what that You message. broke it. I didn't know what the message okay. was on there, but it says it cuts off at 60 seconds. Or 60 minutes. Oh, perfect. Perfect. So, yeah. <laughs> I was just making sure it wasn't giving us an location. Anyways, continue. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to say. Just other than that's my goal. But that yeah. kind of does bring it to... Like, we're, we've made some future goals. Like, all of us. Right. Like That's what brings this whole podcast together. Yeah. Is the future yep. of this whole endeavor. Like, we, you know, I feel like with the military life, you move around, you meet people. People come in and out of your lives. And you make great relationships, sometimes not so great relationships. But when you find your people, you know. Yep. And then when you find your people that you want to do life with, that you're choosing to actively do life with, that's something totally different. Right. So special um, and so important. You know, I think a lot of people get this misconception of people in the military are, like, on vacation and when they're just going to move back home. And, right. and I'm not saying that we wouldn't ever move back home, but I love the idea of 
like we're making a plan for our future maybe we want to live somewhere different we've experienced all these other things and it's been really awesome getting I'm to not choose moving back home. Stop. <laughs> Lag. There's not shit back home. I'm not moving back there. No. Well, but at the same time as you join the Marine Corps and wherever you've seen in a lot of parts of the world, usually the Marine Corps is in a lot of the worst parts of the country. I don't want to say they're bad parts, but like you put a military base there and a Marine base because no one was living there at the time. <laughs> it, well, the town grew up because there was a military base yeah. there. But, I mean, think, like, for us, we've been able to live in Japan. We've got go to Michigan to this little town in the middle of nowhere that there wasn't a base around. And so we've been able to see some really cool stuff. But I think, like, being able to go, you know what? It might be okay to live somewhere else. What would choose. truly make me happy? What would truly make me happy? That's what it is. What would truly right. make me happy? Like, right. what would I And that, I guess that's what this podcast is. It's yeah. a, du- a true diary of us asking us ourselves that question yeah not what we have to do or what we feel obligated to do because someone else is telling us to do I think we'll touch on like even what we're meant to do right you know finding that in life like what that that means not just surviving but thriving right and I think the coolest part is that we're choosing to do it together right which is very special yep because oftentimes like it can be exhausting mm-hmm. when so you're trying to do it by yourself. Yeah. Like I said, when you find your people, yep. it's special. Yep. You goobers are just along for the ride. Yep. Well, I mean, <laughs> we, well we found Trey a little hobby. He's farriering. Is that a word? Farriering. He's going to be a farrier. <laughs> He's doing work as a farrier. Yeah. Oh, damn. not a fairy. Not 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 to be confused. Yeah, <laughs> he cut them horses' hooves. He's cutting horses' hooves. Um. So now we got to find Robert a little something something. He's busy enough. <laughs> this is true. Hey, he said he has so, a job. I mean, shoveler. Grooms man. Pool boy. <laughs> we can always, whenever we do, eventually get this huge ass property in the future. Get him a little small helicopter to fly around and check on shit. Oh, that's only a, a smooth 50k. What? For the helicopter that you're talking about. 250k. Oh, oh that makes me want to be sick. That's as much as the property. And that's the lowest of the low model. <laughs> so what you're saying is going to build your own. Yeah. I don't know. Can oh, you trust me behind that? I say, I don't really know about that. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. You like them videos of the first people that try to jump off a barn with some wings. <laughs> Horses and kids go scattered. Yeah. No, it's all going to come together. I do think, you know, horses aside, we have a really strong just bond in this friend group. And I'm really lucky to be sitting around this table with all of you. Yeah. Some heavy hitters at the table. Absolutely. They're going to make stuff move. And ladies, you'll say each other. (laughs) (laughs) We got to have support staff. Yeah. Yeah. Always (laughs) got to have support staff. We do love you guys and appreciate you guys. Mm-hmm. Very much so. The sacrifices y'all make every day yes. makes us able to get up and be like, well, if he can do that, I can do this. Yes. That much easier. And really, while we, we talked about, like, rain is what brought us together, if you take it back further, you guys are really the only reason we're even right. here in the same area. Right. So, your determination to join the Marine Corps, no matter how late it was. Hey, we still, we still, we still, still Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it, that's what really brought us all here. And brought us together. The horses are just a bonus. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because right. if we hadn't married y'all, we wouldn't be here. 
for real. Yeah, that's the thing though. It, it's always good to, to find those people that you call family, like mm -hmm. even though it's not blood. Right. Like you feel closer than you do with some of your blood relatives sometimes. Right. And yeah. that that's really the most important thing. You kind of find those people that you want to sit down, you want to have a beer with, and just hang out, bullshit, and just have a good time. Right. And continue on life with those people. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's what it is. That's you know, that's how we the good stuff. form the bonds that that's we form with us being in the military. We just right. we find those connections with people that we want to be around. Mm -hmm. And that's how we make it through on a day to day basis, no matter what we're doing. Yeah. daily life whereas our life kind of moves on their life kind of moves on in a different direction and then we have to come back and somehow mesh it all together oh yeah. I love that part when she's been like she got her own routine down <laughs> and I just fuck it up cause that's exactly what happens every time every like, time oh you had a way of doing things when I was gone guess what fuck it up <laughs> no not your life ayo Guard <laughs> back <laughs> Oh, who would we lying? She'd be like, I didn't have to make the bed for three weeks, and now he's back, and oh, goddamn. Now to make the bed again. <laughs> okay, you're cut off. <laughs> flag that one. We're just going to flag all of Robert's. <laughs> all of Robert. Just flag, flag, flag. <laughs> oh, y'all carried me up. Alright everyone, that finishes up our introduction to the Rocking Elm. If you've made it this far, hopefully you've had a good time like we have, but we always have a good time together. So uh, hopefully we're going to make this a weekly thing. Uh, we already have a podcast recorded for next week, so tune in. It's going to post every Saturday. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.